0: All right, great we made it to another zone just cool. waiting for the marquee to come up and pointless jewel zone mm. act one
1: all right well sounds like something I can get on board with
0: <laughs> pointless jewel zone all right well uh I kind of feel like there should be an NPC here that's going to explain what we're supposed to do hmm Well, um, I see one.
1: Hey, it's Carlos. Oh, Carlos,
0: a.k.a. Kung Fu Carlito. Wow, he basically owns
1: Act One.
0: (laughs) I didn't know that you were in this game, Carlos. That's awesome.
1: All right, so um, according to his text box, he's telling (laughs) us that we have to collect jewels, I guess. Is that right? All right.
0: So i'm I'm kind of unclear if he's a boss or a sensei in this situation, but mm. I'm gonna take any direction that we can get in this level. So I think uh Carlos is gonna actually perhaps direct us to each individual jewel okay that we must collect and then bring back to him. I think that sounds like that sounds like more than what we started with. Mm. So I'm feeling confident about this. Yeah. All right. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the VGM Jukebox. I'm Emily. And I'm Josh.
1: Each week, we play tunes recommended by you, our patrons, and we also read your testimonials. And sometimes, a patron takes over an entire act, and we just play the tunes recommended by them.
0: Yes. So, Carlos won our Mixix Master Quizix quite some time ago. He nailed every single track that Mixix Master laid down. Oh yeah, that was awesome. And he was given a choice, Carlos was given a choice between getting a prize, like a physical prize, mm-hmm. or being able to select every musical track for an episode. And he went, he mashed B on that one, option B.
1: Smooth Take move, over. Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, objects are impermanent, but files are forever, so.
0: That's right. <laughs> Your code will live on in this cartridge for all times.
1: So Carlos is uh, telling us that the first jewel that we have to collect is called the Ferrari jewel. Um, The first, (laughs) the first track. That's an expensive one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll see what it does. Uh, The first track is from OutRun 2. This is Passing Breeze put together by Hiroshi Kawaguchi, Fumio Ito. Hito Keskids Gahara and it was for the arcade and you can now get it on Xbox let's take a listen Thank you, Josh and Emily, once again, for letting us all be a part of this place. Hey, you're welcome. You guys rule. Hey, you rule. Thanks for letting me hijack the show. Yeah, I don't know how ex- exactly I feel about that, but <laughs> we'll see. Living in this post kjong world, I can't hope to even scratch at the glory that JT must surely be basking in, even still. I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna have fun sharing some of my favorite tracks. Hope you guys and the Patrons have a good time with these. I'm from the Midwest and there is a Gameworks outside of Chicago that had a deluxe cabinet of Outrun 2. It's probably my favorite arcade experience of all time. You sit in an almost full-size car, the passenger side has a steering wheel as well, and there are three other cars on the cabinet with a screen for each car. Eight players. It's huge. There's even a display at the top that has a camera showing the race leader to everyone watching. I would make a trip to visit friends down there now and then, and we always made a point to hit up Gameworks to play OutRun 2. Sadly they got rid of it, which must have been a daunting task, but I'm glad we have the memories of playing such an amazing arcade game. My go-to music track on the in-game radio is always Passing Breeze. It's perfect for the game, and this arrangement fulfills the promise of the original version to me. Anytime I get the chance to drive on a scenic highway, I have to pull up "Passing Breeze" on my MP3 player and let the magical sound shower over me.
0: Oh. Do you guys have any
1: go-to driving VGM tunes?
0: Speaking of uh, pulling up "Passing Breeze," can we just pull it up here because it's actually doing something different right now? That's right. So let's just listen for a second.
1: This is one of those, um, you know, outrun songs where I think the song is a little bit different throughout. Um,
0: right. I think it's supposed yeah, because it's whole such a long game. drive. Yeah. Right. I'd forgotten how long they okay. were. I apologize, Carlos. Preemptively oh. stepped over. It's mostly the same,
1: yeah. but yeah. there was a real change in that. Yeah. Or. The melody was the same, but it was a. Uh, they drew up a different tonality, I think, in the chords, and uh, also the soundscape changed a
0: little bit. Something very different happened there at the end, yeah. Anyways. C section.
1: All Outrun music is great to drive through. Interesting to choose, I think, this arcade version, but it does feel good, I think, to listen to this music with the. With a higher quality sound. It's kind of like a... It's kind of like a more detailed ear massage.
0: (laughs) It's so smooth. Yeah. Yeah, there's more... um, Like... Consistent curves in it. As opposed to like... You know, jaggedy increases and decreases. Yeah. You get the higher fidelity. It's like different
1: kinds of good feeling. Like the older tracks... It's kind of like a Russian lady, like hitting your back, you know. But then this one is like a uh, sort of like getting seaweed and uh, like a like a <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Like a there's like definitely a micro water involved. Bead. Yeah, there's like micro beads in this massage.
0: So what I really loved about this testimonial. So first of all, <laughs> I want to make a joke, even though I know this is heartbreaking, but like. Can you just imagine that phone call? 1-800-GOT-JUNK I, I have something I need you to take away from me Oh yeah? Uh, well how big is it? Well It's four cars It's
1: bigger than your The trash truck or whatever the Right The garbage truck
0: <laughs> Also you guys have to get it out the door yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna do that
1: What actually happened was The OutRun 2 machine had to tow The garbage truck to the dump <laughs> Yeah
0: they just drove it, you know, yeah. out. That would be amazing. Uh, so I just thought that that was funny. You know, I'm coming off of this major house move, and so that was where my mind went first, was, you know, calling a, a recycle remover uh, situation to take care of something that you just do not know what to do with. Um, but, wow, what a, what a cabinet setup. I've never heard of something like this. I don't think I've ever seen a cabinet for a racing game that was actually a car. I mean, afterburner aside, like the ones that you sit in is one thing, but actually sitting in a car, that's something new to me. That's cool.
1: Yeah, I wanna see this machine. And I'm actually curious too, because apparently you can choose music still, but if it's like a eight player game, I wonder how you come to a consensus on what song you're going to listen to.
0: (laughs) Maybe it randomly decides. You know, you see like a roulette go and it's like, car two, driver one. I don't think that's a funny idea, yeah.
1: And everyone's like,
0: passing breeze, put on passing breeze. (laughs) Yeah, Your friends are like punching you, you know, throwing popcorn at you.
1: Yeah, depending on what song you pick, you could become the target (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For <Before> everybody playing.
0: <laughs> That's really cool. I want to raise this arcade cabinet an idea. Let's just travel to an alternate reality where all video game magic is possible. And let's imagine... I think we are what... in that
1: reality. Yeah. We are, yes. Okay, uh. so I'm
0: going to use the reality around me and bend it to my will and fashion this idea of taking one of those amusement park rides for kids where you actually do sit in a car and it just kind of goes around in a circle, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. And kids just honk the horns because that's the only thing to do in those and that's really cool. So take that and then incorporate OutRun 2 into it. So not only are you sitting in a physical car playing the game and driving, but you're also moving around in this sort of circuit Actually, getting wind feel hmm. in your hair, in your face. Oh, okay,
1: okay. So, what you're saying is, this is a crazy idea, a little bit, right?
0: It is because I don't know a game, how the.
1: But then you're on a rail or something like
0: that at the yeah, same time. Yeah, you're just time? going in a circle. You're just going, you know, you're on spokes. So, the idea is just that you're moving, you're not actually going down a track, although. We could incorporate this into a roller coaster as well.
1: <laughs> that sounds like a little, yeah, that sounds kind of like a, a little bit of multitasking. Well, you know, bit. roller coasters nowadays uh, have like a VR headset, some of them. Uh huh. So you're feeling like you're um, swinging around uh, while you're actually, while well, it looks like you're swinging around in some other universe, I guess.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah I'll say this, look For all of you folks out there who are majoring in amusement park ride design If this idea is too complicated Can we at least create a ride for children Where the cars are Ferraris And the song that plays is a random song from OutRun Can we at least just do that? Yes. Can you imagine, like, your kids are running around in an amusement park. They're screaming, they're being, like, way too, just too much. And you, the parent, are just like, I need I need to find a chill zone. Where is the OutRun ride? Yeah, we... and you bring your kids, put them in a car, a song like this comes on, and mm-hmm. everyone just chills out.
1: I think our generation has been able to, like, uh, get what it wants out of the universe, you know? Like, uh, our kids are dressing as, uh, like little jedi and marvel superheroes which are right. from our childhood right so if we just keep pushing this <laughs> 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 um maybe someday we can get them to ride around in little ferraris while uh you know outrun two plays uh or splash zone or passing beat breeze plays maybe get a live band to do passing breeze even
0: oh man get kenny be g so out great. there yeah, just put your kids... You can either put your kids on the ride and just, you know, relax on a bench and wave to them every time they come around and just, like, get your meditation on, or yeah. you can actually sit in the car with them and just maybe, like, you know, take a take a five-minute and 44-second nap. Yeah. Because these tracks are long, as we mentioned.
1: The most uh, difficult part of the design will be how to make the car flip um, without <laughs> hurting the kid inside, you know? But that'll be, like... Right. Pretty exciting. That's like that for up. the
0: older kids, though. Yeah. Maybe there's the older kid ride. I'm thinking like little, little kids. No, but I, I like that too. idea. <laughs> <laughs> Had to have a roll cage in the No, those. in my, yeah,
1: in my imagination, it's like a very uh, artificial sort of situation where as soon as they hit a palm tree, like all these cables. Just kinda of like pull the car up and start turning it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Look, we're just putting all these ideas out into the universe, folks. Mm-hmm. Pick your favorite, make it happen. Thank you. Love the VGM yeah. jukebox and yeah. Carlos.
1: Well we got the uh Ferrari gem.
0: Oh we did! Yeah. I oh, I forgot that we had this mission to do. I was just so excited about the track. Okay, um, do you want to hang on to it in your inventory?
1: Yeah, I'm still trying to see if it does anything. I can highlight it. I can oh. I can turn it around and look at the back.
0: Cool. Oh, yeah, you always have to turn it around and look at the back, because you never know when there's going to be, like, a mod disc strapped to it or something. Hmm. No mod disc, though, huh? Uh, no. No key. Dang it.
1: Just a sort of rendered texture. But mm-hmm. it's kind of cool.
0: All right. Well, Carlos, what's our next gem we got to go for? Ooh. We're going for a Darkstalkers the Night Warriors gem. Okay. Neat. This one may be hard to see, so we're going to have to make sure we have our night vision on. The track is Dimitri's theme, also known as Romania. The composers are Takeyuki Iwai and Hideki Okugawa, And this was for many consoles and various machines. Arcade, Dreamcast, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation Portable, Sega Saturn, and Xbox 360. Again, coming to us from Carlos. Let us have a listen. Alright, another text box from Carlos reads, I've always been a Capcom fan. Growing up in the late 90s, I spent tons of my parents quarters in the arcades. There was a bowling alley near me that had a decent sized arcade attached and that's where I first saw a Dark Stalker's cabinet. Capcom basically took Street Fighter and replaced all the characters with Universal Monsters. The thing I love about it though was Capcom's design team's take on all the characters. Punk, rock, zombies. Curiously attractive fishmen, (laughs) an electrically charged Frankenstein, and cursed samurai armor, Capcom really let loose when they created this game. Dimitri is the vampire of the lot. I love that his theme is equal parts Transylvanian Saturday night and slow jam groove. The percussion is fun too. Not your typical fighting game track, but I love it nonetheless. I like this song a lot. Such a groove. Yeah. A, a very atypical fighter. It's a fighter with a very interesting spin, so I think it's no surprise that the music also decided to get fun and flexible that way. Mm. Have you ever played Darkstalkers? Yeah.
1: I didn't know what was going on. I mainly know the Darkstalkers characters from their uh, visits to Puzzle Fighter. The Puzzle Fighter. Oh, world. they show up?
0: Yeah. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. Um, so, I think this guy Dimitri is one of the puzzle fighters, and sometimes Morgan, Felicia. Yeah,
0: she's she's the most recognizable.
1: Yeah, I was Morgan in uh, recently when I was playing Puzzle Fighter on mobile. It's pretty fun. It was an unfair game in a way because uh, the people you were playing against could have, like, different power levels from you. Even if they're the same character, they could have, like, uh, kind of souped themselves up a little bit more.
0: We're still talking Puzzle Fighter, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm talking okay. Puzzle Fighter. But it's related <laughs> to the idea of um, pointless gems because, basically, one of the only reasons to play that game is to keep unlocking, like, alternate costumes and stuff like that. Uh-huh, yeah. Since you're kind of not... I mean, you are kind of playing for glory, but because it's not really an even match, sometimes you're just kind of, you know, grinding or whatever.
0: Right. I'm trying to quickly look up a list of Darkstalkers characters. I've played this game once. I spent an afternoon playing it on the Sega Saturn with a good friend. And Carlos is totally spot on with the character design. And the wackiness of the game It's so funny mm. It's so funny the, And the character designs are really compelling So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to find The names of the characters I played as the most And okay So I liked uh, His Sien Ko Who oh, is Shenko, a, yeah, the Shenko. Little, Is she like a No she's not a cat I know what you're talking about no, yeah. she's like a Chinese ghost yeah, she So ha- she has these really long sleeves And she kind of like lolls around In this really weird animation Which was equal like- parts disturbing And fascinating
1: Yeah, she has like magical arms or something
0: Yeah, she does Yeah, There's like uh, blades in there and stuff She was so cool And then also, the other character uh, That I loved was Anacharis Who is the mummy Oh, well, I don't know this one because I thought his moves were hilarious. You could just basically at one point pull someone in your sarcophagus and then just like slam it on the ground multiple times. That was hilarious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's so good.
1: I wish I did have this game to kind of play around with. I just played it a couple times in the arcade and was kind of got beat up by the computer. Not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, what you need to do is you need to grab a friend like I did and kind of just make a pact that the point between the two of you is not actually for one of you to win. It's just to try to see what moves you can make the characters do yeah. and laugh and laugh and laugh.
1: Oh. Well, eventually you can play for glory, right? But eventually, first.
0: Yeah. I was getting there. I was getting there. But then, you know, I feel like fight with fighting games, it's like piano practice. You need to uh, practice a bit and learn some moves, and then get to the point where your brain just can't even make the connections anymore, and you don't know what you're doing. Sleep on it, and then the next day it will make more sense, and then you can keep improving that way.
1: Yeah, second nature, where you're doing the Hadoken without even thinking of the Hadoken. Right, yeah.
0: Prune those ner- neurological pathways.
1: It's crazy. You know, I've never really been good at combos, though, I gotta say. I Maybe, um... When I turn forty, I'll make it a point to get good at actually doing combos.
0: <laughs> That'll be your goal for the decade. Yeah. Well, maybe this gem will help. We have gotten the Dark Stalkers gem. Oh, oh yeah. look—it's got it's got little bat wings coming out of it. How cute! Aww. Oh. it kind of flutters around a little bit. Um, does it do anything else? Unclear. Not I sure think, yet. We'll figure it out. No, I Maybe. think it just flaps its wings. You know what? It I doesn't know? even fly. <laughs> it just flaps.
1: I bet what happens is once we collect them all, then uh, they'll <gasps> yes. all, like join with like you know energy
0: tendrils and turn yes and
1: help us do something. Um, all
0: right, I'm gonna hang on to this one though because this one's my speed. Carlos- it goes with my aesthetic.
1: <laughs> what does it go with?
0: It goes with my my necromancer aesthetic. Mm,
1: I think this next one might also go with your necromancer necromancer aesthetic. This one's from Castlevania, Curse of Darkness. Mm. Uh, This is the curse gem, I guess, that Carlos is sending this (laughs) to. The track is called Machine Tower of Ennio Mayos. Michiru Yamane, welcome back to the show. Yuka Watanabe, also uh, a composer on this track. For the PlayStation 2 and the Xbox, let's take a listen. writes, I'm sticking with the vampires. Michiru Yamane might not be one, but she sure knows what they like. This track from Castlevania Curse of Darkness has just about everything I like from her time with the series. Atmosphere. Driving rhythm. Sweeping arpeggios and strong melody. The ticking clock at the beginning is so cool. If there's a clock involved, there's definitely a tower to follow and death awaiting you
0: at the top. Yep. Always. You know... Pretty much always. Yeah. I'm definitely
1: learning a little bit about Carlos, and I think he's got pretty good taste in video games. I think we should play video games together, Carlos. Come to my house (laughs) and confront me like a real man.
0: (laughs) This is a great track. Hey, I've got a kind of random question. Sure. Why do you think piano got associated with vampires so strongly? Mm. (laughs) Like, was it directly associated with vampires, or did it kind of get there by way of Phantom of the Opera, or... Isn't Phantom
1: of the Opera, like, that guy's like an organ player, or is he a piano player? He
0: is... Does he actually play the organ? I don't know. I, I yes, think he so. does. I think yes, because he's composing in the basement. I think he's got a piano down there, and mm. yes, he supposedly plays the organ. If I'm remembering correctly, it's been a long time. I actually read the book, mm. but I read the book in one day. Oh, so I kind of overloaded on it. It has many, many, many pages. It was a great book, though. Interesting. Yeah, a little side side facts, but I like... have not seen the uh, the actual play. Well, so before you say that pianos have an
1: association with vampires, I think they also have an association with the organ, right? And especially the pipe organ. Yes, Which kind of makes sense because you're like, they're sometimes in some old church or something like that, like a. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so the idea of like a really old structure that's also very detailed and. Uh, hard to put together. Sophisticated. It kind of goes with the concept of wealth and also things that are just old.
0: Right. I agree with that. And I also do think that there's sort of a like a perversion of Christianity aspect to it. Oh, yeah. Because if you've read Bram Stoker's Dracula, mm-hmm. it's very clear that Christianity is the opposing force to this darkness. So I think it's kind of like a, a subversion of taking this instrument that is so associated with churches in a lot of instances, and then you know,
1: oh, twisting playing. it, yeah,
0: making it super creepy. Interesting, you know. So, playing the uh, the weird notes, the in-between notes and stuff. Um.
1: <clears throat> yeah. So the piano. That's interesting. I think there's a stateliness to it. Yep. A- and a grandness it's got to be a grand piano for one thing but it does kind of make me sad like it <laughs> yeah, makes me it can't feel just like... be like an upright yeah it's not a, a spinet <laughs> that doesn't do it <laughs> yeah but it does make me a little sad like maybe uh, the vampires were becoming a little suburban
0: downgrading from Oregon
1: yeah you mean yeah uh, they're like well I still want to play well we'll get a piano okay yeah
0: my parents had a pipe organ in their place but I just can't afford a house big enough for it so yeah I guess I'll just settle for the grand piano but the I do think the piano has the
1: capacity to sound really sophisticated and still impress you with that vampireness maybe yeah. it's a cleaned up vampire but he can still kind of like seduce you and um, and kind of force himself. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I I was gonna say force himself on you, but I meant musically. I you know, but I guess vampires do force themselves on you, so
0: it's fine. They do. That's part of it. Yeah. At least in the traditional literature, but yes, vampires in our VGM realm. They're just kicking in your door, (laughs) dragging in a grand piano. They have to take the, they like kick in your door and they're like, wait a second. They have to take the time to unscrew the legs from it, turn it on its side, pull it through your door, rebuild Mm -hmm. it in your living room. They're like, all right, you're going to listen to this. Yeah.
1: And at first, Dracula was like a chip tunes artist. (laughs) On the Nintendo game. Yeah. When you got to the last level, he's like just fiddling with these. Sound chips and stuff.
0: All these new capabilities. Uh, I was just thinking, actually, I think it's very interesting, because Carlos pointed it out too, the The clock involved, the ticking clock. Mm-hmm. Um, I just listened to it come around again, and I'm actually not sure if it's supposed to be a clock or it's supposed to be a metronome. I think it's sonically both, mm. but I'm wondering what... Uh, you know, Michiru Yamane was trying to imply there, because it does go in beat with the music, so but yeah, what a great track I do love how it manages to be I like that you said stately because that is such a great that is such a great descriptor because stately is not necessarily positive or negative it's just impressive, so you've got a, a force to be reckoned with in this vampire and the challenge involved in potentially taking it down, but it is still also beautiful at the same time, which is also an aspect of vampires. They are supposed to be beautiful and charming. Yeah. But like a serpent under it.
1: Well, I've got this cursed jewel. Um, Nice. Hopefully I'm not experiencing any actual effects from it but I guess we'll see
0: <laughs> turn it around what's it look like
1: oh it's got this really nice luminescence it kind of looks like uh like tiger's eye or whatever
0: oh nice are there like some gears inside or something just a little hint of clockwork
1: <laughs> yeah and a that's tiny, what I'm hoping
0: for yeah I see it now yeah if you look tiny it. little gears but do they do anything no one knows That's right. Okay, Carlos, what's next? Carlos says the next gem is going to be a Crash Dummies gem. Mm. Oh boy, hopefully we can get it whole. This is from the game The Incredible Crash Dummies for the Game Boy. So we're taking a hard turn into chiptune land. This is level two. The composers are Geoff, or Jeff Fallen, and Tim Fallen. I always want to say Geoff. Jeff Fallon, Tim Fallon, the Fallon Brothers. Let's uh, have a listen to this one. says, You guys remember the Incredible Crash Dummies, right? My wife has this game on the Game Boy, and because of how much she played it back in the day, she has the special gift of recognizing the Fallen Brothers whenever I'm listening to some of their sweet jams. I like how the track kinda quotes Deep Purple's Highway Star. This level has you driving a car through an obstacle course full of oil slicks, barricades, and potholes. The goal being to slam into a brick wall at the finish line, of course. I'm helping my wife learn how to drive this year and the goal is in sight. I'll just try to make sure this track doesn't show up on shuffle. (laughs) (laughs) I hope the goal in sight is also not a brick wall at the finish line, just saying. (laughs) Hmm. Don't gametize your life completely, Carlos. (laughs) Make some adjustments.
1: Yeah, well, what do you want to show up on shuffle as she learns to drive? Outrun? I think your goal in that game is to hit every single palm tree on the way <laughs> to the finish line.
0: <laughs> the unofficial goal? I'm not yeah. sure that's how you're supposed to play that game.
1: Yeah, it's fun when you just uh, when you first get out of your car. I mean, when you first get back into your car after you crash the first time, and uh, you drive five miles an hour on the side of the road until you hit the next tree and just flip over again. I don't think that actually happens. Never mind.
0: I can't remember. I don't think Hey, this happens. reminded me of a question Carlos posed to us earlier which we completely neglected to mention. Oh, which was about driving tunes. Do you guys driving have tunes, any yeah. go-to driving VGM tunes? I did want to say before I answer that directly that I once made a point of listening to Road Rash's Pacific Coast while I was on the Pacific Coast expressway is that what you guys call it the pce no pacific coast highway highway pch why do i feel like PC hmm i don't know why that's floating around in my head but yes i was on that road and i thought i gotta listen to this tune i was not actually driving i inflicted it on others who were in the car Mm. uh but you know it went over well and it was a nice moment
1: Um, Yeah, that sounds great. For me, it depends where I'm driving and how fast I'm driving. I think I might have talked about this before, but if I'm uh, in traffic, it's gotta be golf music. Because I gotta calm down, you know? I gotta use it to relax. But if I'm driving kind of fast, then it it could be different. Like, this song would be pretty good for that. Um, some other racing game music could be really great. It's actually pretty fun to play like uh Mario Kart music while you drive. Um
0: oh, That's funny.
1: Yeah, that's fun to do. And then I really like the racing games um mixtape. Oh, that was a long yes. time ago when you came out with that first mixtape for those guys.
0: Yeah, like 3 years. Man, that was a long
1: Yeah, more so more. I remember I was driving home and I think I was listening to F1 race or I'm not I'm not 100% sure which game it was but I was kind of taking this weird turn where the whole basically it's like a freeway but it's doing like a big turn that's also a dip at the same time. It's got this intensity to it. It's called uh, the 5 freeway and it's when it changes into the 101 um and it was really scary actually. I kind of felt oh, no. like yeah, I kind of felt like my racing, even though I did it all the time. With the combination of the music, it made it feel like I was driving way faster than I was.
0: Yeah, it just elevated the whole experience. Yeah, I'm like, am I supposed to be doing this? Is this okay? I don't know. My driving tunes are incredibly linked to season, for oh. some reason. Like, I have certain feels that I want to accomplish, or weather. Mm-hmm. So, um actually a track that we played on the show that was recommended to us, the Cool World track. I play that one a lot in the rain because it fits really well. Um oh and you know like time of day too, like nighttime, I'll do like chill Donkey Kong tracks, Echo oh, the nice, Dolphin yeah. tracks. Uh but summer and it's funny because Rob F. Switch of The Legacy Music Hour has noticed noted, noted this as well summer is Sega Genesis time so if I'm on the highway <coughs> in, in the summer I want to be listening to Comic Zone I want to be listening to Vermont from Road Rash 2 um, I want to be listening to I'm trying to think of other ones from the Sega Genesis but uh, you know uh, the adventures of Batman and Robin stuff like that so you're, on, you're definitely on the chill side and I'm definitely on the, uh, the harder side you know what's funny, though? Actually, this is making me think. That uh, that Jim Powers, the arcade game track um, that we listened to together on LMH, and that became my, I think, my summer track of the year, mm-hmm. doesn't feel the same if I try to listen to it in the car here. It just doesn't oh. work. Because hmm. the, uh, the weather isn't right. So I think that's funny. And the atmosphere isn't right. So I do listen to it, but I kind of have to transport myself back to to California to make it work. It's like... <laughs> Too many, uh, too many, like, deciduous trees around me. It just kind of takes away from the effect somehow.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I sometimes think about that. Like, um, if music from different regions is sort of intended to serve different uh, purposes in terms of uh, how it makes you synchronize with the weather, the environment. Like, uh, like, Reggae or whatever, generally listened to in kind of hot areas or invented in a hot area, you know, and then also very popular in Hawaii.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you got to wonder if they're trying to chill themselves out with that sound a little bit. You know what I mean? And then uh, Norwegian music is kind of like intense. Maybe you're, you're trying to heat up a little bit. <laughs>
0: This, this whole conversation is fascinating me because it's bringing me back to um, what we said earlier about, you know, when did pianos become associated with, with vampires, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There seems to be a human compulsion to associate instruments with areas or atmospheres. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That we don't just go, you don't just go to Trinidad and Tobago and go, cool, steel drum, I'm going to incorporate that in my rock and roll Mm. It sort of stays associated with the music of that area or, you know, you want to use it to invoke a certain feel. We've done that. We've talked about tracks that have a steel drum and then suddenly we're like, oh, we got like a tropical relaxing vibe. We want to be like drinking a little drink with an umbrella in it. And that just kind of carries over into video game music. That's almost what video game music is about, is about trying to play on associations to bring out the qualities of different levels snow music, water music, etc. Except for the Fallen Brothers, actually, (laughs) which is interesting that we're listening to one of their tracks because they're just jamming out no matter what the game is about.
1: Yeah, they were probably just always making music. So not everyone is as
0: constrained. Yeah. They're probably what?
1: Oh, they're probably... I mean, I don't know how they worked at all, but maybe they were just always making music and then just kind of use the tracks when they got hired like okay we'll make a we'll make a track for you but they already had it you know i don't know i don't know how they worked
0: no i think that's i think that's true because uh, pixel tunes radio did two episodes on the fallen brothers oh. and i think they did actually find uh, information or interviews with him where Uh, him being Tim Fallon, because I think Tim Fallon is the one who's more outspoken. Um, I think they did actually find evidence of Tim Fallon saying that he kind of felt like the music they were making didn't fit the video games because they weren't trying to do it. And that there might have been some kind of... I feel like there might have been some kind of embarrassment involved in this equation somehow. Mm. But... uh, But I think the Fallen Brothers were definitely rockers, and then they just put that music into video games, just injected it in without necessarily trying to uh, be influenced by the media they were making music for. Mm -hmm. But everybody go listen to those Pixel Tunes radio episodes and, you know, confirm whether or not I'm correct. They were great. They were really great episodes.
2: This is a
1: really good song. you got to be careful with this jewel, though. It might break.
0: Yeah, that doesn't look very well put together. Yeah. Questionable integrity. Maybe don't spin it around. It's
1: almost like it's designed to fall apart.
0: Yeah. I'll get some duct tape if you want to introduce the next gem Sounds quest good.
1: yeah um, <clears throat> the next jewel is the fatal jewel uh, the track is fatal fury 3 road to the final victory shai cha or chi 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 maybe Hanfu's theme um, composed by shin se, shinsekai gakyoku zatsugidan that doesn't sound like a name but uh interesting uh, and it was for the Neo Geo. Let's take a listen. Carlos writes, Had to throw in some SNK love today. I chose Han Fu's theme from Fatal Fury 3. He's one of my favorite characters. I love the chunky Neo Geo guitars in this track. In fighting games, you always get a Bruce Lee type character, but it's not very often that you get a character that's inspired by one of my favorite action stars, Jackie Chan. Han Fu represents this well. He has some great comedic animations to go with his moveset. Don't sleep on him though, his nunchucks are so fast, they will light you on fire. What types of characters do you guys gravitate towards when you play fighting games?
0: I love this track so much. I had actually forgotten how much I liked it. I would listened to it. Oh, my phone is ringing. Um, I'm just gonna let that go. Our hotline is ringing. Sorry guys, (laughs) we are recording in the studio right now, we Mm. cannot take your calls. Um what was I saying? Mm. Oh, I listened to this, you know, like a week ago or so and I loved it and I just had to I just remembered how much I liked it just now.
1: What kind of uh fighting games do you like? Oh to fighting play? game characters,
0: yeah. Sorry, I lost my, my train of thought with the whenever the outside world impinges on the recording process of a podcast, I get distracted and I need time to mm. recalibrate. Um, okay, so the characters that I play in fighting games, I like the ones
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Where you actually have to study their move sets. Which seems like a very strange gravitation, but when I play a fighting game, I want to be able to master a character and do really amazing things that came out of doing a lot of work, basically. You like I mean Sandia? like I mean, the example that I think of is, uh, is Ivy in Soul Calibur, because... She just has a lot of combinations and she has a lot of different stances. So you have to know what moves are possible in which stance and which ones can flow into the others. And I also really like Voldo. Voldo's my boy. He's my other character. And I like him because he also has a bunch of different stances and he can basically attack from any direction. I know I've talked about Voldo before. (laughs) I feel like he's an underloved character. I think he's so much fun to play because there's just so much to learn. And when you learn it, then you basically create art during your uh, your matches, so that's what I'm always trying to get to is the art. Yeah. And
1: you give your uh, friends right. nightmares also.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> what about you? I
1: like to use like uh, the general looking Mario Ryu character a lot like of times, like the balanced character. Um, but other than. Yeah, I like to try to use a balanced character, but I also like the faster characters. Who it's are true. usually yeah. girls. So I like to be the girls. Because, um I like I think it's cool when people get really good with the strong characters. I think it's actually an under uh, appreciated skill because I think like a lot of times the bigger characters are about knowing where your opponent is, since yeah, you can't and really get to, Yeah. So I don't like thinking about those things. I just want to be able to bounce all over the screen. Like uh, Cham Cham or Chun Li. Or. Uh, I used to like this character in um, Samurai Showdown named Ukyo. And he was like the slowest character in the world, though. But I kind of liked that. It was kind of funny. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I yeah. think most people typically choose on a metric of... Well, I usually hear people choosing huh? for speed. Like, my husband is totally a Did speed character. He wants to play the ones that can move the quickest. Uh-oh. I lost
2: everything.
0: Josh just dropped out, everybody. Josh, you're gonna have to edit this out. I'm just letting it roll. Hey! There you are.
1: Yeah, it actually dropped our call.
0: It did drop our call. That is crazy, because I have much better internet here. So I don't I'm know gonna what say keep so. your keep your video off, maybe. Oh yeah. Just in case Is that it was... on right now. No, I don't see you. Yeah. I don't see you. Oh, all right. We'll keep it off. Okay. Um. So I kind of. Not sure where I left hear off. What you were saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll start again. Uh, I was just saying that my husband plays the fast characters. That's what he's oh. about. So in Soul Caliber, he's gonna be. Zeng or he's gonna be Kilik. I'm definitely more about the tanks. Mm. I'm about waiting for, uh, Mm. the opportune moment.
1: Yeah, no, that's why I said Zangief, because I feel like, uh, the hardest move to do in that game was when you did a spinning pile piledriver. But how satisfying must that be, (laughs) you know?
0: I gotta try him out. (laughs) I'll say also that, um... Another rubric for choosing characters is obviously their design. And I will make choices based on design. Uh, Like with Ivy, I'm always going to put her in that pirate outfit instead of the default outfit, because the default outfit kind of annoys me. But um, in Street Fighter II, which is the only Street Fighter I've played, I basically just play Cammy all the time, because I'm just excited that there's a character that sort of looks like me a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: mm.
0: So I'm just always I'm always like, Cammy's my girl, this is me. And she's more of a tank. She covers a lot of ground, but she's she's more of a hard hitter, so I like mm. that. So it works out. Cool. I need to I need to learn to branch out a little bit more in my video game playing, I think. Because I tend oh. to I tend to I tend I tend to pick a character that I love and then never play any other character. Mm. So, I feel like maybe I'm I'm missing, you know, other experiences that way, but I tend to just be very committed to my characters. Well, that's
1: one experience to have, too.
0: The commitment? Yeah. The mastery?
1: Yeah, that's special.
0: Do, 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 do. All right, well I think we got the fatal gem. Nice. It's um it's got like a little umbrella with it. Mhm. You know, I think this might be a little bit of a a Jackie Chan homage, but I don't think the gem can actually do any stunts with this umbrella. <laughs> I think mm. I think it's just stuck to it. This is gonna make it kind of hard to fit into my inventory but i'll I'll do some management and and see what we can we can come up with.
1: you know what I've noticed about all these gems though oh what what none of them really have like uh like edges to them like I'm used to with gems having like a like a point or something like that. These are all very smooth they're like pointless j- jewels, you know
0: <laughs> pointless hmm so Jules they can't we're going to figure out what they do but yeah. i'm concerned because we can't even stack them mm. there doesn't seem to be any kind of consistency here of any kind uh except that, well i mean if we're actually going to try to find consistency within the music i think carlos spent a lot of time in arcades and i actually wanted to mention that that i'm i'm excited that uh we're getting a bunch of arcade-based things because that's not my area of expertise. So thank you for broadening my horizons that way, Carlos. All right, well, maybe the final gem has the answers. So our final gem is coming from the game Spin Dizzy 2. The track is Eternal Move, and this was composed by Toshiya Yamanaka and Mm. Tetsuya Nakano. And this was for the sharp x68000 cool it's kind of a curveball at the end so uh, let's have a listen and see what's up with this one for this final gem. Carlos says- Of the first act. That's right. Carlos says, I love Toshige Yamanaka and I just wanted to share this dope track to finish off the episode. You guys are the best, aw. Shout out to all the patrons. You guys make this a fun place to check in on every week. Thank you also to Mixix Master. Keep dropping those beats, dude. Ah, yes. We were noting while listening to this track that this is the smoothest gem of them all.
1: Yeah. What a smooth jewel. Hmm. You don't know where it begins, where it ends. Hmm. You just
0: want to glide all over it. (laughs) It's an eternal feeling. All night long. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, don't drop it. (laughs) (laughs) Careful.
1: All right, man, I just love going over these smooth grooves, but I'm gonna have to put it in my pocket so I don't lose it.
0: Yeah, good call. I like those um, weird little water droplets that happen every so often. It just adds such an interesting texture to the whole thing. It's sort of unexpected. I'm going to say, by the way, you know, Mm -hmm. looking back on all these tracks, that Carlos is definitely a connoisseur of both wind feel and mech feel. Mm. I think more wind feel. And what feel? Silk feel. Silk feel. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I feel like Carlos is kind of... I mean, so many of his tracks either had to do with driving thematically or gameplay wise and even the ones that weren't racing games sorta of had that wind feel to them yeah it's...
1: Carlo <laughs> this is a great mix of tracks um, I like and they, they were all kind of like relaxing to listen to a little bit yeah yeah even the ones that were like a little bit more rock and roll or whatever Still had, like, a cool groove.
0: Yeah, you still had some kind of, like, you know, cushy, plush seat you were sitting in. Yeah. Slightly reclined in.
1: I know this isn't specifically a thesis defense. Maybe he's not getting his doctorate here, but I think Carlos at least earned his associate's degree. (laughs) Yeah! Yeah.
0: (laughs) I was just imagining the two of us uh, sitting in an office and, like, listening to this and being like, Why? Why did he only audit this course? Yeah. (laughs) You just
1: needed one PE class. One. (laughs) We're going to give it to you. And uh, everybody likes hanging an associate's degree on their wall, so... Some people consider them pointless jewels, but other people... uh, You know, get real clout.
0: Yes, so speaking of these pointless jewels... Mm-hmm. Why don't we take them out and see if they fit together and do something? Or did you right. did you have a final thought before we do that?
1: Well, are we going to do that now or are we going to do that in the next act?
0: Oh, I guess to that's start true. start off the
1: next act. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't
0: know. Mm, yeah, okay. I
1: feel like I'm kind of just wandering around this level, so I don't know even how to get out of it. But maybe we should put them together and see if that gets us out.
0: No, I think, think I like your idea. I think I like your idea of uh, waiting. Let's wait. Okay. Let's just admire them for a while.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've been following this uh, Carlos NPC, and we've just been wandering around. Uh, but maybe he's showing us the way out, finally.
0: Yeah, maybe. Or maybe we just, the whole goal of this act was simply to find them. So there isn't even a place we have to go to, it's just like, Oh, all of a sudden, ba-ba-da-ba, you did it. Hooray! You know, I did do it. We did do it. Now we can just line them up and sort them by various Mm -hmm. attributes and just kind of step back and just go, Ah, that was really satisfying. I like it when they're lined up in color order. Okay, now Mm -hmm. let's do size order. Okay, now let's do alphabetical order.
1: Order was the name of the game. Yep.
0: The Completion. joys of inventory management. I oh, and hey, mean, just as a... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say as a, a random note to tie this into the real world a little bit, I thought it was interesting to mention that I got a jewel while we were oh? listening, unrelatedly, the real estate jewel. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We got uh, an email confirming that our property has transferred So we no longer own our house It is now in the hands of the new owners to enjoy
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa
0: Yeah Feeling kind of sentimental so they about the,
1: it Yeah, you got the sale jewel But they got the house jewel Yeah, they got the retro trail.
0: room jewel Oh, and the wood panel jewel Yeah, the wood panel jewel You know what's funny, actually? Um, mm. these buyers wrote us a letter and they specifically mentioned that they liked the basement and that made me oh. happy and I left mm. them a note actually I, I left them a little response letter in the basement uh, I was there for the the final time yesterday just kind of like saying goodbye to the retro room so I left them a, uh, I left them a letter
1: <laughs> I so hope the wood the panel jewel.
0: jewel brings them Many, uh, I, lovely feelings it, <laughs> and healing waves. What? Is that what it said in the letter? <laughs> <laughs> I just left, I literally the left said, them a jewel. Uh-huh. And I left them a note that said, you got the wood panel jewel. <laughs> you know? And there was a little cassette tape by it, so they could put that in somewhere, and then they could hear, ba da ding da ding mm mm da 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 da
1: da da Yeah. Well, I don't feel myself increasing in power, but maybe if we keep collecting jewels throughout this zone, uh, something good will happen. I think that sounds
0: like a plan. All right, well, before we move on, we have to give a huge thanks to Kung Fu Carlito, a.k.a. Carlos, or maybe it's the other way around, a.k.a. Kung Fu Carlito, for uh, taking over this episode and leading us on this journey to find these pointless jewels yeah you earned it
1: though man amazing work yeah amazing work with that mix
0: and also you know he did uh call out to mixix master but mixix master thanks for doing those mixix quizzes and Mm -hmm. uh giving giving carlos the opportunity to win this prize and of course thank you to electric boogaloo back in the office double checking our composer information making sure it's all uh up to protocol Mm -hmm. you know otherwise it won't be legal
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) and to everyone else who's written in and submitted suggestions keep them coming go to our website thevgmjukebox.com click suggest a track or go to submit.thevgmjukebox.com to send your recommendation our way (laughs) Send us an email at insertcoin at the VGM I'm getting really creative with my uh enunciations. <laughs> or you can send us snail mail at the VGM Jukebox, P.O. Box 26959. Los Angeles, California, 90026. By the way, I got two things I gotta talk about. One, Adam Edge. Gets a gold coin. Oh, hooray! Thank you for going to the iTunes and giving us a rating. Another five-star rating. We have like a perfect rating right (laughs) now. Two, it's crazy. Which I feel like is a little conspicuous. I think somebody at Apple's going to be like, "What is this? Isn't real." (laughs) But if you'd like a gold coin, please join us on iTunes. Give us a reading rating over there on the iTunes page. Something else I got to talk about.
0: It's like reading rainbow but don't take our word for it but um bum and something else i wanted to talk about is the
1: fact that we have got uh, a new way to earn a sentimental sings golf songs and other latest hits cd besides joining the patreon at the given levels that earn you those rewards um, we're also going to send golf CDs to anybody doing a thesis dissertation who also requests one.
0: That is there's correct. A
1: caveat. There's also a caveat to that, though. The, if you're in a Patreon, if you're in the Patreon, you're definitely going to get the Sentimental Sings Golf uh, CD, but if you do it through the request, there's a possibility that you're going to get the wrong CD. And that... <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Oh, Emily, you actually going to do that? Well, Are you actually going to just, like, randomly pick from the CDs you got? And uh, someone So what might happened
1: just... was, uh, when I went through CD Baby, they sent me a bunch of the wrong CD. It's called um, Some Guy's Name, and he did a bunch of uh, Baroque Quartets or something like that, and... I think they just got confused because the image was very similar. They both look like they're golf courses. Right, yeah. But it's a totally different mystery album. And uh, I'm just saying if I run out of Sentimental Sync CDs and you request one, (laughs) you might get the other one. But I feel like that's special too. It's like a super jewel actually. It's like getting getting one of those stamps where the uh, airplane is upside down. (laughs)
0: That's like getting a beanie baby where you know instead of a lowercase M on the tag, it's a lowercase R and n. I think that's funny I would I would want to maybe give the patrons the option to opt in for the randomization because oh, if they're sure. really if they're really looking forward to the sentimental things, I feel like that would be a total bummer if they didn't get it. But if they're willing to uh, gamble on it Then I say just to mix up the cards and have them pick a card, any card.
1: Yeah, we can talk about that. If you've done a thesis defense, get in touch with us if you'd like a golf CD. Or, um, also, are we still doing the banana candy thing?
0: I think we can. I think everybody's going to want the CD, but, you know, if you perhaps already have one of the CDs... uh, Yeah, or you
1: don't want to listen to a CD.
0: Right, we can also give you... We can send you a whole bunch of banana candy.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, so email us. Or maybe you can just tweet at us. At VGMJB, let us know um, how you... And if you've done a dissertation, how you want to go about uh, earning your rewards. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: You can also join, uh, the group on Facebook, facebook.com slash groups slash the VGM jukebox. Be sure to check the bulletin board at the end of the episode to see what music and video game and podcast related projects your fellow patrons are up to. We should have a flyer up there for the karaoke lounge. JT has made a new advertisement, um, for that. So we need to put that up. So check that out on your way out the door. I'll give you some more
1: information about the CD maybe in an upcoming episode, but I think it'd be kind of fun. It's sort of like, uh, like, you know how some of the most pointless Pokemon are the hardest ones to get?
0: No, like, I get the, the concept. I'm just saying. This is the
1: hardest thing you could get. I just the wanna, most pointless jewel.
0: I'm just saying I want to mitigate disappointment. All
1: right, all right. That's all but, I'm saying. All right, all right.
0: I am saying alright i do not want any <laughs> tears.
1: All right, good point, good point.
0: Alright, All right, so I guess that's, uh, that's it for now. We've got our jewels secured. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will head into Act Two next week.
1: And as you know by now, you mean so much to us. And you always will.
2: Life could always be this good. Mm-hmm. Timely Life Classics proudly presents yeah, yeah. the greatest hits of the BGM Karaoke Lounge collection. Legacy Music Hour is your favorite BGM podcast, the yeah, Legacy yeah, Music Hour, or is your favorite BGM podcast, the BGM Jukebox? <laughs> Maybe you're like most people and you love both. Either way, the BGM Karaoke Lounge has all three greatest hits. Now you can have all your favorite BGM karaoke hits in one collection.
0: You and me. With
2: chart toppers to like Twins by Kim. Because
0: Kika. we're twins. Because we're twins. Number one champions. Because we're.
2: Fuel twins, another round of the heartache with classics like Our Love, Round 5 by Brennan.
0: You feel the
2: pain? I felt the same. It's breaking me down. Did you hear the rain? I felt the strain. It's Get those hips shaken with Inspector Claw. I'm a gonna tell you one thing, these hips they do not lie. I'm a gonna tell you one thing, these hips they do not lie. Go ninja, go ninja, go, go ninja, go ninja, urban go, 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 ninja, go. Get your urban group back with Utopia ninja Nemo's go. Dungeon Crawler Mix.
0: Got a rock in my boot. knapsack stuffed full of loot. Been trudging through this dungeon for days, enemies ever which way in the bottom of this maze with a magic flute. What it wouldn't give for a teleport spell. They've
2: seen this corridor before, I can't tell. Seen I can't tell. Seen road to it's either the, I the road to hell is people? Or adventure into deep space. Wicked Sephiroth. Matroids. 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 Am I Matroids? Throw them up in this place. the rest of the And reality. celebrate and the, the Christmas my spirit my with the Dyad. The BGM Karaoke Lounge Collection. There's no minimum to buy. Cancel anytime. This whole collection is worth over $300, but it can be yours now for 12 easy payments of no monies. The BGM Karaoke Lounge is not in store, so order now to the BGM Karaoke Lounge and a check or money over of $0 to soundcloud.com slash BGM Karaoke Lounge care of Tralala Productions Act now and you could also be featured on the exclusive collection of BGM Karaoke Classics Just mail your MP3s to jungletoads at yahoo.com to have your karaoke's featured in the collection That's J-U-N-G-L-E T-O-A-D-S at yahoo.com Get your karaoke's featured today Whether you're just listening, or stepping up to the mic to sing your own karaoke, the party is about to begin with the dulcet tones of the singers at the mic in the BGM Karaoke Lounge. Let's go party, party baby, party girl. Let's go party, party baby, party girl.